Welcome to the Canadian SME Podcast, a podcast for Canadian small businesses. We interview Canadian experts and entrepreneurs to provide expert insight into marketing, innovation, business leadership, technology, and trends that impact small business. Our mission is to empower Canadian small and medium enterprise to help you grow your business. Hi, everyone. This is Mickey Vilamirovich, and I'm the president of Cargo, a full-service marketing and advertising agency that specializes in helping big brands market to small businesses. We are an expert in the business-to-small-business space, and we've coined the term B2SB marketing. Today, we're chatting with the Honorable Mary Ng, Minister of Small Business, Export Promotion and International Trade, on why supporting women entrepreneurs is key to our recovery, what she's heard directly from local businesses, and how exporting will be crucial to economic growth in the months to come. Please join me in welcoming Minister Ng. All right, Minister, you should be on with Mickey from Canadian SME Magazine. Hi, Mickey. Uh, hi, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Uh, thank you so much for, uh, for, for coming earlier, and I'm glad that, uh, that I was able to see you, even though it was uh, short. Yeah, that's okay. No, no, it was a great opportunity, and I'm, I'm glad that, that we got the chance to do that, and I do hope that the rest of the events went well. Um, despite rather, I get terrific. Yeah. somewhat windy conditions, but I hope that everything worked out well. Yeah, no, no, it was, it was great. I mean, you know, when you get an opportunity to be able to talk to businesses directly, you know, particularly about the issues that really matter to them, uh, it's, it's always good. Uh, so we just spoke a little louder. That's all. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. And, uh, ministering, uh, I'm recording this call, this interview. I hope you're okay with that. If not, I can certainly turn that off. Yeah. You're yeah, okay. no, no, I'm okay with that. Yeah. All right. Wonderful. Wonderful. So, so a little bit different, perhaps, than maybe, uh, what you might have expected with, with SK, uh, or Shaliza leading this. So, so once again, for maybe just to, to kind of rehash the memory, uh, my name is Mickey Velamirovich. I'm president of Cargo, which is a marketing agency that's committed to the success of small and medium-sized businesses across Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, our mandate is we, we help big brands market to small businesses. And we were the creators of Project 99, uh, for which we received your letter of support. So for that, a personal thank you um, for being standing behind um, the uh, initiative, which effectively, uh, to kind of refresh the memory, was a movement dedicated to restarting, re-empowering, and rebuilding our neighborhoods and our economy. Um, obviously, from the small businesses recreating themselves to the big brands navigating this new SMB space, Project 99 is really here to protect what matters most, and that is the 99%, which we know is the percentage yes. of all businesses that are small and medium-sized. So so it's a, yeah. an absolute pleasure to be able to, to, to have a chat with you uh, today. So thank you again for the opportunity and for the time. Um, always, and always. Always great. No, that's, that, that's fantastic. So... Um, and, and really what, what, what was really interesting for us, we, we delved into uh, the topic of female small business owners right before COVID sort of hit. And, and I think, you know, looking at uh, a little bit about what you have done specifically on the women's entrepreneurship strategy. So I would just love to mm-hmm. know a little bit more about what it is and more specifically the recent ELLA program. Well, it was really great to uh, be at... Uh, uh, at ELLA, or they call it ELLA, uh, today. And, um, and what this was about was to make sure that during COVID-19, that our incredible, dynamic, amazing women entrepreneurs get the support that they need. 
um, the government of Canada uh, put forward 15 million additional dollars uh, to, uh, you know, into the women's ecosystem, um, into the ecosystem fund, specifically during COVID-19, because we did not want those women entrepreneurs who are facing, who in normal times face barriers, but to not have the support that they need during this time. And just, uh, I'll take another step back if you'll just let me. The reason um, it's so important for us to continue to support female entrepreneurs is uh, is the enormous contribution that they will make to the Canadian economy. So I uh, have a mandate to double the number of female entrepreneurs by 2025. That was the mandate given to me by the Prime Minister. I lead a two a billion dollar strategy. In fact, if you add up, uh, you know, sort of the rest of the government's investments uh, to support women-led businesses, it's about five billion. But the very specific uh, two billion uh, women's entrepreneurship strategy, which is to double, uh, which is the investment that we're making to double the number of female entrepreneurs in this country. The reason we're doing that is it's not only the right thing to do, but we know from studies that we can add up to 150 billion dollars. To the Canadian economy just simply by adding women to the economy. So, uh, so the ecosystem fund was part of that to make sure that women have access to support, to mentorship, to um, to the navigational um, uh, tools that they need to to get through COVID nineteen. So that's what today's announcement was about. I was uh, I was pleased to be over at uh, at the Ella program and to announce the additional funding. And it's really neat in terms of how they're going to be using this. They are actually going to help um, uh, female entrepreneurs um, and, though, and and sort of advanced participants of ELLA uh, get access to mentorship and to, co- and, and to coaching to overcome the challenges to scale and grow their companies globally. So you can imagine, as the minister responsible for both international trade and for SMEs, it's music to my ears because... This is about growth. It's about helping our Canadian uh, SME scale, and it's about helping women entrepreneurs be successful and to be supported. And during COVID-19, I just couldn't let a pandemic get in the way of the progress that we were making, or that rather not we, but what they were making um, uh, before COVID-19. So that's that's fantastic, absolutely fantastic um, initiative. And and you know, as as I mentioned earlier, the the female entrepreneurship um, aspect of the drivers of the Canadian economy certainly becoming more and more important. And it's always great to see, obviously, more females, uh, you know, getting into the space. And then that's been one of the topics that we have been looking at uh, from our end as well, you know, b- before uh, the, the pandemic hit. Um, and it sounds like that that this is more of a much, much of a longer term play. So it isn't just a one and done. So are there any other, let's call them that uh, are going to be planned for the future in the same exact space in the uh, the women's entrepreneurship strategy? Well, I think that during this time um, uh, of COVID-19, what I and the government have been very committed to doing is being steadfast and just absolutely committed to listening to our entrepreneurs, listening to our SMEs, understanding what it is that they needed to, uh, to be supported to get through COVID-19. So you've seen that in our programs, whether they are to help with cash flow, uh, which is why we launched the, uh, the small business interest-free loan, the SIBA loan, many businesses. Uh, in fact, 
or almost 720,000 businesses across Canada have taken that loan. So you can see um, the take up in terms of what the need is or helping businesses with, you know, with um, uh, keeping their costs low by helping them with uh, rent support or keeping their teams together, um, even if their revenues are down, to be able to continue to bring their people back to work and keeping their te- team together so that they can pivot and they can continue to be competitive, they can continue to uh, to rebuild and to restart in this economy uh, post-COVID. So, so listening to them is, I mean, I, I, the reason I describe these programs is because we were listening to small businesses. We were listening to them and we were adjusting. And when COVID hit, we needed to do that more than ever because um, because businesses needed it and Canadians needed it. And this is no different in terms of working with female entrepreneurs and women-led businesses. Um, so uh, today, and as I do, I guess, almost uh, virtually every day, it is about uh, about understanding the additional work that we might need to do to make sure that they continue to be supported. So I guess the answer is stay tuned. Uh, but the commitment absolutely is to, you know, by the federal government is to make sure that we are continuing to support our businesses in this growth and in this recovery because it is absolutely essential. And and so perhaps maybe, I, I guess maybe just in my personal opinion, I, I do think that that the female entrepreneurs and, and their businesses were perhaps uh, affected in a little bit more um degree simply because of the businesses are in you know the areas that have gotten hit and uh, you know harder hospitality restaurants uh, certain uh, personal absolutely right so i think i think it's really a nice way to see that you know the the focus on on really getting them to get going and and the one thing that i have to say is that what, what i at least have seen um is is the innovation level of just the spirit of entrepreneurship uh, that they hold in terms of, you know, look, maybe my current business model wasn't working, but the, the pandemic is giving me a little bit of that driver and push on innovation. And they're very much sort of with these, you know, kind of a, a, a sort of re, a renewed smile, you know, looking at new innovative ways. And so I think a program like this will definitely help them uh, get through that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, women-owned businesses tend to be smaller they're more likely, you're absolutely right, to be represented uh, in some of the hardest hit sectors. So hospitality, retail, service sectors, absolutely. The majority of uh, the domestic work still actually also fall on women. So I've talked to a lot of women business uh, owners and entrepreneurs through this pandemic. And, uh, and they, you know, while they are working at home, they are literally doing double, if not triple duty, right? They're wearing many hats. And as the economy continues to gradually reopen and their kids, you know, those that have kids, uh, uh, they're starting to go back to school, but businesses are adapting their, op- you know, their, their operations to position themselves. And these women entrepreneurs just need that targeted support so that they are able to reposition. So there has been an impact, and I would say an impact, uh, you know, a, a greater impact on 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 women, uh, on women entrepreneurs, and on women-led businesses for the reasons I just talked about. Yeah, oh, that's absolutely great. Now, the one thing that I always have sort of thought about the trade was an important aspect, uh, of course, and, and even across, you know, many different sectors trying to get the Canadian businesses to, to trade more. And, and of course, probably now even more important than before, considering the fact that the borders have tightened and now things have become a lot more challenging. Are there any programs specifically for 
female entrepreneurs and you know international trade that are being combined into one to sort of get them to re-energize re some of their uh, trading uh, plans. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, during this time of COVID-19, uh, my role as the International Trade Minister is, of course, to work across, uh, you know, internationally with our global, with our international partners to make sure that our global supply chains uh, continue to remain open and that uh, goods and services are moving, um, you know, between our borders despite the instability and sort of the lack of predictability at this point. So I, and you know, businesses need that and they need their government to be working um, to ensure that uh, as best as we can, we're creating more stability and predictability uh, for businesses. Um, but, and for women-owned businesses, uh, the work has not stopped. We're going to, we continue to support their efforts at growth. And that growth, of course, is not just domestically here in Canada. It has to be through trade. It has to be able to access the, many markets that Canada's businesses have preferential access to. It's why when you hear us uh, brag that Canada is the only G7 country with the free trade agreement with every other G7 country and how we have access to preferential access to key markets in three important economic zones. So, it, you know, it, you, a trade agreement with the European Union, as an example, a trade agreement uh, with uh, with the U.S. and Mexico, a very important trading uh, trading partner, and um, and then in the Trans-Pacific partnership with uh, a free trade agreement there with countries like Japan and Singapore, Australia, New Zealand, uh, just to name a few. So really important uh, that we have these great markets, and that really what am I talking about when I say markets? Customers. I mean businesses looking to expand new customers. So we have a really terrific program for uh, um, uh, for business women in international trade. And this is part of the women's entrepreneurship strategy that I told you about earlier, um, where we are uh, helping women in, uh, in trade to help them grow. Um, so investments to offer sort of equity capital specifically designed for those uh, women entrepreneurs that are growing into the international marketplace, uh, the women who work in the technology space. So, you know, we created a technology fund, uh, to help those women who are growing. And, uh, and we know that many of these companies are also companies that are not only working in Canada, but, uh, but, but beyond. Um, expert developed in Canada, which I, you know, which is a crown corporation that works at arm's length uh, from the government, but we, you know, but it is under my responsibility. They're making available $250 million to women in finance and to support them and their businesses to access global marketplaces. So there are a range of supports and investments specifically targeted to help women succeed and to succeed in the global marketplace. Wow, it sounds like it sounds like there's there's actually a lot of a lot on the go and a lot of focus on this and and really you know international trade is is really what what really opens up not only the borders but also I really do believe in innovation. I think you know crossing borders definitely gives a different perspective to them. Even though I do think that some businesses might want to rethink you know the supply chain. I think having a bit more of a of a stretch across the the globe uh, probably affected them in a little bit more different way, but. Despite that, even if the supply chains get localized, I think the reach is still quite important to be international for, for a lot of small business owners across Canada, which is great. Um, yeah, and, um, I think you need to look at it in all ways. That's absolutely true. You need to, you know, I mean, if, if, if uh, you know, if there's onshoring, uh, we have a made in Canada strategy. If we're growing, we, you know, so, so we, 
we we do need to pursue it. Uh, we do need to pursue and continue to pursue trade. We can't let COVID-19 uh, be used as an excuse to, you know, to be protectionist or to stop trading. In fact, we need we need our global trading system to continue to work, particularly for our small businesses. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it does definitely make a, a big difference to what they're able to achieve. I, Perhaps it's just going to be a little bit of a pivot of how we do it, but I think the importance of continuing uh, with international trade is going to probably be more important now than ever, really trying to get through the recovery and into the the phase of, um, you know, the thrive of the new the new business model. Um, and and maybe, uh, ministering as the, as the last question, you know, it's always the one that uh, I think you probably get asked a lot, and, and that would be, you know, sort of what, what advice would you give female small business owners as they navigate this this recovery and and navigate this uncertainty and really looking to the future in terms of how do they continue to be successful in their businesses across Canada right well women entrepreneurs are absolutely wearing many hats and i would say to them stay resilient reach out to those networks of support that are out there and uh, and ask for the help uh there's no it's uh, it's a good thing that you do that because uh, because more help that you reach out to means you are getting that additional capacity. I hope to help you be successful. I say to women, uh, uh, it's important to see it to be it. For those who have been able to successfully uh, navigate through these uncertain waters and these challenges, uh, extend a hand. Extend a hand uh, to others. Um, we are Team Canada. I'm so proud to be a Canadian right now because it has taken Team Canada to help flatten this curve, but we also have to continue to live with COVID-19. Remember, we are still in a we are still in a pandemic. Our job has got to be to keep Canadians healthy. We have to make sure we don't lose the gains that we have all worked so hard uh, as Canadians to do uh, in terms of fighting COVID-19. We have to continue that work to make sure that we are not, uh, that the spread of COVID-19, uh, you know, that, uh, that we keep that under control, but at the same time to get on that road to recovery. So for women, I, uh, I, I, I want them to know that, uh, that I've got their back, but, but have other, have other people's backs as well for those who can. And for those who are finding it hard and challenging, take a look at the resources that we've got uh, out there and, uh, and, and reach out and stay resilient. We are going to get through this. Absolutely, we're going to get through this, but we're going to do it together. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. And one of the main reasons why we started, we launched Project 99 was really with that intent is to provide simply just help. And I think that this is a time where there's just, you know, no one can say, well, I've had too much help or there's just too much out there. I think that uh, there's so absolutely much that can be done. And, and it's absolutely. just a tremendous, you know, tremendous thing. I do have to say just a huge kudos to, to, to you and your teams of everything that you've done for the small business community across Canada. I think that a lot of a lot of other uh, you know countries around the globe sort of wish that, that they sort of had what, what you guys have achieved. And that's a really, really amazing thing for the future of small businesses. Uh, across Canada, We've done this yeah. with Canadians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. especially this. Yeah. Business, you know, well, thank you. Of course, no. Thank you so much. Yeah. So I really appreciate. Well, time. we're uh, doing this, this with Canadians, and you know, I and I want you to keep doing that Project Ninety Nine. It is so important. I mean, my job is to help those businesses grow, and we need to do that together more and more. 
and helping, you know, giving a role to some of our large companies or multinational Canadian companies to create that value chain and bring some of our small, you know, and mediums along, everybody wins. So let's, let's us stay in touch, of course, Mickey, and let's, let's, let's keep working on this together. I would love that. That would be absolutely fantastic. And you're, you're absolutely right. I think this is a, a just an entire value chain of, of businesses, including small yeah. and medium, and of course, those brands that serve them, which is the large multinationals and everybody working together. Exactly. Get out of this is, is really what we all want. So, so absolutely would love to keep in touch and stay in touch and uh, keep fighting this fight to get, uh, <laughs> to get these businesses to, uh, to, to, to flourish Terrific. and to be much, much better going into 2021. So again, Thank you so much, Minister Ring. Thank really you. Time. And it was really lovely to see yes. you today for a little bit. Yes, yes, I know. And I'm so glad we got a chance to take the picture. And thank you for framing that. I, I love it. So I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Canadian SME Podcast. Please visit canadiansme.ca to subscribe and join us next week as we share more expert advice from Canadian business leaders.